Hello, welcome to Arcade Couch, the best place to show your friends and get your game goodness each and every Monday. My name's Don Blight. Join me on the couch this week, Ashley Hobby. Hey, Don. Excited to be here uh, in July. That's crazy. How did that, when did that happen? <laughs> uh, yesterday, <laughs> as of the date, yeah. Yeah. I think that's how months work. They like That they is how months one, work, but still. And then the months begins. Yeah. So is uh, non-E3 now over, technically? I mean, yeah. I mean, by the, the you know, the normies terms, I'm running this shit until Gamescom, though. You know what I mean? Okay. So more stuff could come before Gamescom. In theory. In theory. I mean, TH, that's, that's true. THQ Nordic's got that. THQ is this month, so. Sometime. Not Who knows? What could, yeah. <laughs> it's like next week or whatever, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's fine. There's stuff happening. I was gonna say, did you um, did you take advantage of any of the end of whatever they got? Uh, end of financial year sales? Did you buy anything? No. Cool. Did you? Um. No. No. I don't think so. I'm trying to think. I mean, I mean it doesn't I, make like, sense. I it did, be, I, it'd be more helpful at start of financial year sales when we got a tax return money. Yeah, well, that's the thing, though. When you spend all your money before you get the tax return money back, and then you'll spend yeah, that money at at full price, not like clearance price, oh, you know okay, I mean? yeah, not like sale see. price. See? I'm not falling for that trick. <laughs> that's why the Steam sales don't look after. <laughs> I looked at, I did buy something off the Steam sale, actually. Uh, does that count as an end-of-year clearance? Yeah, sure. What did I buy? What game did I buy that I won't play? Um... <laughs> That was on sale. I brought... Why isn't this work? Oh, it's sort of by release date. No. Um, but cool. Yeah, cool. Can't even remember. How do you sort your Steam library by, like, purchase? Like, why can't I just have a recently purchased... Man, fuck it. Hold on. Add shelf. Sort by recent activity? Is that a thing? Yeah, the little... Clock Where? thing? What clock thing? What are you talking about? Next to where in your library, next to games, there's like a little clock. Your oh, oh, it says what's new. No, there's a little clock. It says release date, friends playing, alphabetical hours played, last played. Dragon last played brings up. No, it doesn't. No. That only counts if you've played it. Anyway, I brought something. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be under recent games? Nah, it doesn't come up under recent games. Oh, I brought oh, I brought something off my wish list. Here we go. I brought um I brought a walk with Yaya. Yaya? However you say that. The the grandma game. Remember this one from a couple of years ago and all the sh- all the shows? The which now, one? Walk with Yaya Yaya. I, I'm sorry I'm butchering the name. It's a heartfelt solo developed bite-sized adventure game about taking your great grandmother on a walk after she's lost her confidence from scary fall connect through engaging conversations explore a relaxing environment and complete micro questions thoughtful adventure adventure it was on like a bunch of those um those ones i like how people are like they're like man you know what i brought this this the steam sound i brought these fucking like i brought star wars jedi order i brought god of war i brought amazing spider-man I wrote fucking Call of Duty. I'm like, I wrote this mother, this game about walking your Greek mother <laughs> after she had a fall. 
Yeah. I don't know. Did they, do, do, did they do Steam games like sales like they used to where they like change the games? Or no? You know how they used to do... So. You know you know what I mean? Where they used to change the... You know, like you'd, you'd see different image. deals. No, like the deals would come through. Different deals. I feel like, no, it's not like a every hour they change or something, you know? I think it's just... Yeah, but you remember that, right? Just blanket. Yeah, mm. I think it's, it is ringing a bell. Hmm. All right, well, that's what I got. That was not actually that exciting. I remember the, the other thing I brought. It one, on this sale, one's kind of boring. I mean, it's just sale. You know, normally yeah, there's some I, sort of theme or like um, yeah. random thing. No. Yeah, I mean, and to be honest, I like flick through it. I was there like, was some called, like usually there's pretty. some sort of incentive to spend all your money. Well, they like give you the trading cards by going through your queue. You trading cards for everything. Yeah. But then if you get a really rare one, they're basically NFTs. You can sell them for stuff, right? <laughs> I think that's how it works. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure. PC gaming. Valve, Valve indented NFTs is what I'm hearing. See, I'm paying a, mo- I'm paying a lot more attention to my Steam library now that I've got the, the, <laughs> the Asus Rock. I'm like, suddenly my I'm Steam okay. library is more, more interesting to me. More interesting, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot more interesting to me. A lot right, more indie. A, yeah, a lot more indie. <laughs> It's like, give me all these these indie games where I'm like, oh, that looks cool, but I just oh, I don't reckon I'll have the time. I'm like, I got a 30 minute lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be talking about one of those things later. <laughs> so, at the end of the show. Uh, all right, let's get into the first thing. So no game review by either of us on the website this week. Uh, review up by one buddy Watson who reviewed All Elite Wrestling Fight Forever. Um, he gave it a seven and a half out of 10 saying as a lapsed wrestling fan aew reinvigorated my love and passion for wrestling if you are an aew fan then or prefer the old school easy to pick up and play hard to master arcade style wrestling and gameplay is a priority then you have a blast from a pure gameplay perspective aew fight forever nails it from a creation and career mode perspective not so much um i've been playing the game as well uh mm-hmm. it is exactly what i expected and pretty much want out of this i don't Here's the thing. I haven't played a wrestling game since like PS2. Okay. So my, I feel like I, I'm, I both neither had the time to take this code and do the review. And I personally didn't really want to review it either. I was happy that mm-hmm. buddy was <laughs> wanted to do it. Cause I just didn't think I had the, like, I'm very much of a, like I'm an AEW fan. Sure. Like I'm into wrestling now that I like for the yep. first time in like, you know, jump back on board a couple of years ago. Yeah, for, for, for the first time after like, yeah, 10 years away or whatever, probably. Um, but as far as wrestling games, I definitely haven't played one that I owned since the PS2. So I have no idea what the fucking, like I, I have no like comparison point or any of this sort of stuff. Now, you haven't played this, have you? No, I have not. Yeah. But you've seen some of the, you've you've got the general, you've seen watched videos or anything? You've seen the yeah, general I've seen gist? a bit of it. Yeah. yeah. I saw Buddy streaming. Yeah, uh, buddy was streaming of night. Uh, Twitch.tv slash buddy Watson. Buddy Watson. Yeah. Um, maybe there's the game is maybe not. I don't remember to be honest. That's fine. <laughs> I think we got it right. Um, so AEW Fight Forever, developed by Ukes. Ukes, from what I understand, did a lot of the, the early ones. Um, namely, everyone keeps calling out No Mercy um, as the like the WCW, right? And then like SmackDown, the PS2 SmackDown game, and I don't know a bunch of these like ones that people love. People say Yukes did, and then uh, and then Two K took over, and then 
that's where we are now is what i understand as far as wwe games go so that's the developer of the game uh, yeah i don't know if ukes particularly did it like uh obviously that was done by 2hqq uh to thq i think they got the director of the game uh yeah. hideyuki yuki uh ishida Yoshida involved in the making of uh all aew fight forever yeah uh but ukes was the company that was doing the wwe games before <laughs> before 2k uh, before 2k yeah um and this no, game goes well, they did a lot of the 2k games as well like yeah okay. uh, publishing oh they 2k published their games or let's have a look so they did i don't think they did no mercy let me have a look Everyone keeps saying no mercy. So someone no mercy is like obviously a highly regarded version of the game from like the Nintendo sixty four era. So uh, everybody kind of has it's got this cult following, and everybody kind of wants a game like that again. But uh, ever since everything's kind of gotten more sim esque or realistic, and that was a lot more arcadey. Yes. So. This game is pick up and play very easy. You can pick up and pretty much work out the the core basics of this game in a couple seconds. After that, you're in a rabbit hole of figuring out how to do cool things. But as far as like, could you hand the controller to someone and can they play this? Yes. Like you you, you quickly go, what square do? Light attack. Strangle do. This other attack. Cool. This button makes my character run. This button does a grapple. Yeah, that's better. I'll need to know. Spam buttons, they'll do something, right? You know, it's not like uh very like that's the arcade sort of feel, I guess. And they've talked a lot about in the development of this game having it be, you know, easy to easy to pick up, hard to master. That's that sort of mentality mm-hmm. for it. Um, I've been very much enjoying it, although I do get pissed off. I've been playing the career mode, and um, I'm not going to say I'm like good at this game. Definitely not, because I haven't played a wrestling game in so long, and like. Just these sort of things. Yeah. But I always get really annoyed when I'm fucking playing Kenny Omega and I like lose to some jobber and I'm like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> like, it's so annoying. You lose like, on dark, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, lo- I literally lost on dark. Like, I'm not even joking. <laughs> like, I lost on fucking dark. It's absolutely disgusting. So, um, but that's not the game's fault. That's just me being bad at the game. Um, but yeah, I've been having a lot of fun. There's definitely been a lot of pausing, opening menus, and even very quickly going the menus and the tutorials of this game are non-existent nearly to the point i just straight away took to google took to youtube mm. sure this game's out now like surely content creators or streamers whatever journalists someone's done an article how do you play this game someone had I, that was a lot more helpful than the the, the in-game tutorials, tutorials. In-game. yeah which is yeah definitely a negative against the game of someone else has done a better job of explaining they were like, How you know, if you game. double tap this button, it does this. If you do, if you do, like, it's even the this, this simple stuff of like, okay, well, triangle and square, they're your main attack buttons. And then someone's like, in, someone quickly explained, oh, but if you hold them down, they do strong versions of those attacks. I'm like, okay, well, no one ever told me that in the game. No, sure. yeah. You know, like, just very basic stuff that like the game just does not do a good job of explaining. Um, hmm. That said, you don't need to know any of this. You could probably just play the game and you can button and spam. You can figure and, it out or like, you could probably just learn. Yeah, you could, pro- and then when you can't, you, yeah, you can learn it, sure. And if that's the way you want to go about it, I personally, not so much. I'm like, I just want to know how to do like people's cool moves. Like, 
I don't want to be flailing around just doing shitty attacks. I want to like be pulling off people's like finishes and signature mm. moves and yep. all that sort of stuff. You know, I want to look cool. Um, so that's a it's gonna be a learning curve. But yeah, I've been having a lot of fun playing it. I don't it has it doesn't hold my attention for super long though, is anything I would say. Um, I could definitely see my, I'm definitely like in it for the long haul, but short bursts, I guess is the way, which kind of mm. works out. I think for this type of game anyway, and it means I'm not going to burn myself out and like hate it very quickly. Um, and I've like, I just, I didn't even bother buying a physical copy. I just brought a digital copy. I'm like, I'm just going to want to have this installed all the time. Mm-hmm. Like if I get really hyped for a pay-per-view or a match and I like, you know, I feel like excitement for something and the idea that now I, I'm just going to have this and I can just boot this up and play as whoever I want. And like, yeah. that's something I'm always going to want to have as someone who's like a fan of AEW. So I was like, no, nah, I just I just want this installed all the time, and they've already got you know DLC characters announced. I'm sure they'll announce more and all this sort of mm-hmm. shit. So, um, I don't have outside of that. I don't. Re- I honestly don't have. And this is my problem. I don't have too many criticisms because I just don't know how to talk about rest, wrestling games. Like, I d- I don't really care about the visuals too much. I do think for me personally, having it like the characters all look like the characters. I can tell who they are without it having a weird um. You know, like they're trying too hard to make them look real, yeah, and then not, like uh, whatever that word is, like it's just like they look like video game versions of the characters. Uncanny which, Valley thing, yeah. Uncanny Valley, yeah. They look like video game versions of the characters, but I can tell exactly who they are without having to think about it. Like it doesn't look that you can tell clearly who everyone is supposed to be. It's not that bad. I know people have been complaining about the graphics, but I, I, like it's definitely not like not like a visually stunning game but i do think animation wise it's very technical like there's a lot of like animation stuff happening different characters reacting and grabbing their body parts after attacked in the correct ways you know like not just like like they get hit in the back they grab the back they get hit in the front they grab the front you know like just stuff like like that that helps sell the overall match and like what you're doing and, and whatnot the fact that every character has their moves so detail orientated around the way they would do their moves and everything. And I'm, I don't just mean their finishes. I mean, everyone, as someone who watches AEW weekly, their multiple shows and stuff, everyone has the way they would throw a, a, a forearm, the way they would do a pin. Like, everyone's legit. Like, there's a lot of work gone into the animation and stuff here, more so than definitely the visuals and stuff. What have you made of it from what you've seen and stuff? Someone who's played I mean, more yeah, wrestling someone, than me. Yeah, it's hard to tell as someone who's uh, hasn't actually had much hands-on or any hands-on. Uh, it just kind of feels a little bit bare is the only uh, criticism that I've seen pretty regularly. Um, consider, especially, well, it's, it's going to be put up against WWE, which is this year one of the most content-laden <laughs> uh, versions of the game in a while with its showcase mode and its career mode and its universe mode and its GM mode and then the online factions stuff. Uh, it seems like there's only matches or career mode or, yeah, the road to elite thing, and that's kind of it. And online, yeah. It definitely, yeah, it definitely feels like this game doesn't care about anything you just said. Yeah. This game was very much... And you can tell it was designed as we're chasing the hardcore, we're we're chasing those fans we're speaking about, the, the No Mercy 64 fans. We're chasing that audience and we're also chasing the we're we're a game that's made for people sitting around a couch together playing. Like just just ex, just exhibition matches, like pick up a controller and play. 
mm. hand a controller to someone at a, at a party, play. Like we, this game, I don't think they, I definitely feel like the Road to Elite was like one of the last things that came together for this or like at least factor. You can tell all the efforts just been putting into getting the the core game right and the move set and all that sort of stuff and then everything else after. And I think it is what it is. It also yeah. feels like one of those things where they just decided they had to release it. You know, because I feel like the release date sort of came out of nowhere and we kept asking for like ages. I wonder when that game's going to come. I wonder when that game's going to come. You know, blah, blah, blah. Soon, soon, soon. I think eventually they might have just reached a point where they're like, I think we just release it. Like, and then we'll just work on it from there. <laughs> you know, like, Maybe. Is it on? It's a uh, games of service game now. Yeah, well, I do wonder, like, why I do we need a sequel to this anytime soon? Not really. I mean, the core stuff's here. The only the only thing you would release a sequel for would be a I mean, visual does any overhaul. Wrestling game need a yearly. Well, that's the thing. Not really. Yeah, no. no. And if they if they continually release DLC and expansions for this, not only and then free updates. So free update changes and updates some of the cut because the thing is there's a lot of stuff in this game that doesn't make sense currently like it's it's about a year behind aew current like the way some characters are lawrence yeah lore and stuff like that so if you can do free updates and fix some of that and then you do paid updates for not only new characters but like even like rings and rings and and stuff like that sure um you can bring in ring of honor new japan like that, the the road's pretty. That's not gonna happen. Not I don't know. Japan. Why not? Because they've got Why their not? own deals with the. They got that the, game. Yeah, but how come they can't have a couple wrestlers in this in a New Japan pack? Couple core ones that are, like, in forbid. If they did a Forbidden Door expansion, and they added Will Ospreay all this you know like no. the couple i was trying to think of like two three i mean you totally it's totally possible i don't think it'll happen <laughs> okay well i mean bare minimum ring of honor is a given eventually yeah. a ring of honor expansion a multiple ring of honor dlc packs they could spread mm-hmm. those characters over all those characters those people over a basis of things you're adding you add in the all the ring of honor belts you get that you do a massive dlc pack that brings in the both the Briscoes with tag with the Ring of Honor tag belts. Like there's there's just so much content. I feel like there's no need to do a sequel. Mm. Like at this stage, you do a sequel eventually, sure. And then when you do when you do a follow up, you fucking like you keep the core basics of this and you you make it prettier. You know, you add in a much better. You fix everything. You more fix all the stuff that people complain complained about. You add a better career mode. You add more customization for creator wrestler. More types of matches. Yeah, but I feel like more types of matches they could add in. Like, surely that's something you could add in. Like, Maybe. does that need a whole game, or does that, is that a is that? Well, it depends if you give it away for free or not. No, I'm gonna say not for free. I'm saying if they're adding more match types, that's 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 paid money. Really? Damn. I think you could do some for free and some for for, for money. Depends what it is, I guess. Mm. What are the match types you reckon like they could add? I guess. I know. What do they have? So they got like normal, they got tag, they've got like free for all, free v free. I think um, they got a ladder match, exploding barbed wire match. Um, I feel like I'm. Bro, you need stuff. your uh, 
or your crazy casino battle royales and they got no, casino, casino battle royale whatever the latter one is yeah they got casino battle royale they don't have the casino ladder you match blood and guts you need anarchy in the arena yeah oh, fucking how do you do anarchy in the arena <laughs> exactly Okay. Anakin, arena? Anakin Arena is paid DLC. There's no way that's not. If no, that's going to be the next game. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole game, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you reckon you're going to ever pick this up? Or you, like, even if it's on Not cheap? unless we wanted to make content or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I'll stream it. Will you, though? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know? Fuck you, then. <laughs> what if they... I need them to add Maki Ito to the game, you know? I don't... The, the funniest thing to me is the complaints about... I mean, I if, just, if only there was some sort of fantastic creator wrestler function in the game, then, <laughs> you know, you could have every single wrestler. But here's know? my problem. With this... This one, I, as a person who doesn't play these games, right? As a person who doesn't play wrestling games. I... People complaining about creator wrestler stuff, are they complaining because they can't create their own characters or because they can't create wrestlers from other companies? Both. Because I don't get it. Because even if you could create, like, let's say I could create Makiito, let's say I could create, like, random shit I want, like Nick Gage in this, right? And having mm-hmm. versus Mox in an exploding barbed wire death match. Because mm-hmm. that's something I'd love to do. The thing is, even if I could create Nick Gage and make it look exactly like Nick Gage, I got to move or walk or talk like Nick Gage. So I don't get it. It's just a, a wrestler. It's, <laughs> but it's just a visual <laughs> thing then, you know what I mean? Like he's he's not gonna I can't like how do I program in I don't know. Are they actually talking in the game? No. They have grunts. Exactly. See? Well, how do I make him do the moves? How do I make Nick Gage? If I even if I could even if the creator wrestler in this was so good and I could make it look like Nick Gage, how do I make him pull out a pizza cutter, shove a dude's head through the ropes, point it towards the camera, and just fucking chisel away at that flesh? <laughs> like, I think I-, I think uh I don't think Nick Gage is the best example of this. <laughs> Why not? There's a button that makes Orange Cassidy put his hands in his pocket. There could be a button that makes Nick Gage Nick Gage pull out a fucking pizza cutter. They don't have the rights to Nick Gage. That's problem number one. Well, geez, GCW DLC. I don't know. Just keep it going. All right. Read Buddy's review on ExplosionNetwork.com for all his yeah. thoughts. If on only Buddy was here to talk about this, am I right? Yeah, sorry. He had to go on a different podcast instead of ours. It's fine. Write a review for us, what? do the audio. That doesn't seem very well played by us. <laughs> Let's talk about a couple of news items, and by couple, I mean literally two, but one is a little bit longer, I guess. So, Annapurna Interactive had their 2023 showcase uh, earlier last week. Yeah, last week. Times are blur. Uh, did you watch this? Yes, I did. The whole thing? Yeah. Uh, I wasn't sure if you would or not. Um, all right, so I'm going to run down all the trials in a sec, but firstly, what did you think of the Annapurna showcase this year? I thought it was really good. Obviously, Annapurna, they've got their own idea of what the their uh, showcase is going to be. Um, with like going around to the different devs, it feels like a even more streamlined day of the devs, I guess. Like that sort of mm-hmm. style of like uh, dev interviews and that kind of stuff. If they don't have like any expensive or expensive stuff to to show off and that kind of stuff, um, lots of very different games, and then a cool like license reveal at the end. So mm. yeah, I thought it was a really solid showcase. Yeah, we got some dates for stuff we want. So yeah. 
good. Yeah, I really, I really liked it as well. I, I, I feel like it was well paced. I liked how it's a, in, it's cut up between you know straight up just here's a trailer to here's like a, a dev meet the dev, but the meet the devs is meet the devs like a very highly edited, well put together piece that introduces you and everyone that was meet the dev was like. Like you don't know these people, right? Like I've never heard of any of the, the any of the people in this, and they're all like very different sort of things. So, and then all the games are very different, very cool. But yeah, Annapurna obviously very big indie game. I feel like people have an idea of almost what they publish, which is usually weird shit. But um, lots of cool games in it. So, Rundown, Lorelei, and the Laser Eyes first game. Uh, really fucking freaky trailer that started off the showcase. I don't know, actually know what the, the hell this game is, but what a weird trailer. I reckon this no, is actually just, uh, thing. Yeah, just very terrifying. Like a, That's it. It's like a puzzle That's narrative. That's all I wanted to be. Or some shit, I think. So. Um, anyway, still coming sometime in 2023. Then we got a new gameplay trailer for Patterns. Cocoon. Patterns? Oh. That's what the dude tra- says in the, the Lorelei and Lazara trailer. Patterns. Uh, new gameplay trailer for Cocoon uh, plus a release date for twenty uh, September 29th. So um, this is a new game from, uh, I can't remember the person's name. But anyway, one of the head people behind um, uh, Jet Carlson. Limbo and Inside. Lead gameplay designer of Inside and Limbo. There you go, that guy. Um, very this every, every time I've shown this game, I've been very confused about what, what it is the ideas <laughs> and i'm still slightly confused although i do feel like this trailer does a better idea of like making your mind go well that's fucking weird but i want to have a go yeah. sort of thing you like, know what it is it's ant-man i mean kind of <laughs> i guess he's I got mean, sucked into the quantum verse and he's got to slowly work his way out a much more without, inter- interesting and uh less problematic version of that movie yeah <laughs> i mean to, to me it does sort of look like you're playing in multi multi dimensions right of like small mm-hmm. factors sort of like ant-man as his character but you're having to like solve puzzles in one version that affects stuff in the other i don't know something like that does that sound do you reckon that sounds somewhere on the, yeah something on the on the wavelength I, I mean the dude makes puzzle games right he does Not, like, or like puzzle puzzle adventures stuff. or stuff, stuff, stuff so yeah i don't fully understand it but i'm keen to know more is is definitely where i, I fall on cocoon Mm-hmm. Uh, we then had an Australian game coming out of Perth. Uh, it's called Lush Foil Photography Sim. And I think it is literally that. It is a photography sim. So don't go looking for some like twist and there's the fucking monster running out of the forest or some shit like that. I don't know. But very beautiful game. Looks like you're traveling the world. Um, I, as the title says, I believe it's just a photography Sim, it's it, you know it looks like the most boring version of Pokemon Snap you could expect because there's uh, no Pokemon in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean that's fair. Stickles Prior Simulator, you know, going yeah. around taking photos of shit. It does look very pretty. Yeah, very realistic. Very realistic. I'd like to know. I guess the drive for something like this would have to be like challenges and something like that. I guess like for specific photos. I don't know. It could just be experiential. You know? I could, yeah, I guess it could be experimental. If it is just that, I'd be keen to give it a go. But I definitely would be like, I'd get my fix and be done. That'd but be yeah, yeah, keen to find out more. Either way, Marimutu, 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 Mutu. Anyway, Marimutu Games was the next uh, was the first developer spotlight we get then got. Uh, so this is a married couple. 
uh, Japan. I thought this was a cute little funny interview where they're basically like, we like, we tried to make games and we thought we'd like, you know, we're together. And like, he asked me out once and I said, no. And then he asked me out again and I said, yes. <laughs> and then, um, and then afterwards they're like, oh, we decided to try and make games together, but we wasn't sure if it would work. Cause like, you know, cause you know, like, and I'm thinking, mm-hmm. yeah, cause she's like live and work together. Like that's usually a, uh, asking for travel, but apparently they're, yep. it's working for them. So good, for, good for them. You know, uh, they're working on a game that doesn't have a title in it or anything. It's just called Project D. So, mm. um, probably ages away, but it was a cool little spotlight into a two dev couple, which is cool. Uh, then we got the absolute wildest fucking game I think I've seen in quite some time with one of the most. It's been a year of catchy s- songs, right? And this is up there now. This is probably the best one. <laughs> When the tote it pops up and I go tote, okay, tote bag. Like what's what's is it's like toad spelled backwards with a T or whatever. And then afterwards I'm like, oh, to a T, yes, okay, I get it. Um, yep. So this is from Kaita Takashi, the uh, Katamari Damacy creator, um, and mm-hmm. it has absolutely all the weirdness you would expect from him in a game. Um, it's about a character who is walking around T-shaped. <laughs> it's a little boy whose arms are stuck in the out to the side, full wingspan, mm-hmm. in a T-pose constantly, mm-hmm. which raises a bunch of questions. It does, and this trailer asks many questions, you know, like how do they brush their teeth, how do they get to catch a bus, <laughs> How do they change their clothes so much? They change their clothes. Like, you would, like... Never those forget all look like, you're the perfect shape. <laughs> none of those clothes look like they would easily get on someone who's stuck in a T-pose no. position all the time. Like, those, My favorite those part is, should be stretched to fuck. There's also just so much weird stuff in this, including the fact that there's animals. Like, outside the dog, there's, like, giraffes and all, all yeah, giraffe. dogs, animals. And there's one point he, like, spins off it's got, like, in a, a shape and flies off into the sky. And then yeah, like, in a jury class. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking cool, is what it is. Um, <laughs> also, the what do you reckon you're actually like doing? <laughs> what do you reckon yeah. you're actually doing in the game, though? Cause, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. yeah. Like small mini games or something, or like small puzzles. I don't know. The interesting thing is that the, at the end of the trial, it does say in collaboration with Able Gamers. Yeah. So. Well, clearly, this is a condition that somebody's dealing with. You know? I'm sure there's many people stuck in the T pose. Stuck in the T pose? Yeah, sure. Um, if you haven't watched that trailer and you're going to watch any of the trailers we're talking about, just make that the one. The song will be stuck mm-hmm. in your head for a week. Uh, we then got a fresh look at Flock. So this is a game they announced last year. Uh, still doesn't release date, but you're flying around on your little colorful birds, collecting other birds, make your flock. Uh, it's sort of one of those corny trailers where they're like pretending like, oh, fucking we're playing together oh. and stuff like that. But I mean, I'll I'll give it a pass, I guess. You don't get many of these these days. And, no. You know, it's, not, it's not like it's for the division. Or it's not, and it's, yeah, it's, it's a very different genre to the ones that you yeah. usually get with those kinds. You usually of, get it for like shooters and stuff like that. So. It's like, I got your six. Yeah, I got your six. Grenade. 
Yeah, <laughs> this one they're like, "Hey, I can see you got some colorful birds." <laughs> like, check Where out my flock. <laughs> Where do I get one? Oh, I got them down by the forest. So, yeah. Um, I mean, the game looks pretty cool. It's like funny characters, bright birds, fly around. Looks pretty chill. So, um, then got a trailer for bi- uh, Ghost Bike reveal trailer. Um, doesn't show much. I like the art style. You're just like a dude on a bike. Yeah, you know? is it a racing it's, game or is it so like? I don't know. But look, art style's cool. Name's cool. Keen to find out more. Yep. That's about all I got for that one. Uh, then Glass Revolver was the next developer spotlight. Um, just focus on the one dude um, making this game, which he talks about how uh, he was originally a 2D game, and then he had all these ideas to make it a 3D game. And then eventually he was like, no, fuck it. I'll commit. I'll just, I'll bin the entire 2D version of the game. And now I have to make it 3D. <laughs> Which I was like, yeah, you know what? Cool. More power to you, my man. And then we'll play More it and we're like, man, this game would have been awesome if it was 2D. This game would have been so much better if it was in 2D. <laughs> <laughs> I did look up. Oh, actually, maybe I just looked at, I just clicked on his profile then. Um, I remember looking the other day when this was on and being like, oh, I might try that that other game you talked about, Eda. And I saw it, it was like $25 or whatever. And I was like, eh, I'll, I'll wishlist it maybe maybe later sort of thing. Um, but I just looked at 60% off on the Steam sale at the moment. So down to $8.78. Maybe I'll try it. Um, it's uh, His first, the, the game he talks about, another one is, uh, it's a bullet hell boss rush adventure, it says. Armed with her father's revolver and guided by a strange ghostly cat. You'd probably like this actually by looking at the trailer. This looks like a game mm. you play. If you want to $8.78 to have a go at that. Um, well reviewed and everything, so I guess that helps with how uh, We Kill Monsters has got Annapurna's support. So, just a bit too bullet helly for me. Bit too bullet helly, but uh, but you like um, isn't what's it called bullet helly that dead dude one? What's that called? Nah, no, not overly. Okay. Uh, we then got Mundane. So this was a PC game that originally came out to uh, 2020. And actually, no, it was on everything in 2021, I think. or tw- It came out PlayStation 2022 or something like that. Anyway, um, this game's always looked cool. It's been on my wish list in several places. I've never got around to playing it. Um, again, it looks really cool here. What it is, though, is it's getting a free 4K upgrade and maybe some of the things. But I think 4K was the major thing, like a visual overhaul. Uh, free up- upgrade if for PS5, Xbox Series, XS, you know. PC, all that sort of stuff. So, uh, we then got that deeper gameplay overview into Bounty Stars. This is another one they announced during their showcase last year. Um, this is the farming game. <laughs> yeah, because it's a the million of those. But this one, you're a fucking mech. <laughs> They've at least got something else going for it. So, yeah, half the game is you're going around as a like a retired bounty hunter, and you're like, uh, well, no, I guess you're still a bounty hunter. I guess, yeah. You're a bounty hunter, yeah. you're going around in the mech, and you're. You never stop being a bounty hunter. It's true. Uh, you're doing jobs, and then on the side, you're coming home to your base. You're building up your base. You're like growing, and then you're growing some uh, f- some flowers and herbs and stuff on the on on the side and old garden back there. So it's a weird combination of things. I thought it looked pretty cool. What do you think? Yeah, it looks interesting. Um, yeah, uh, I like the worlds. You know, uh, it's it's definitely not going to be a direct competitor to Armored Core, but you know. Could no, be some fun. So. No, yeah. <laughs> Probably has less buttons in Armour Core, so. I don't know. Uh, Australia then got an announcement. It's coming to Xbox on August 10th. So um, Xbox fans yep. can finally play that. It's Interesting, because a, a lot of the titles were like Game Pass games 
Mm. Or we're announcing Game Pass. Stray? No. You have to pay for it, you fools. Pay for it, fools. Cool trailer with the cat knocking the Xbox controller at the start. I'm sure many a person has had a cat knocking controller off <laughs> the table. It's realistic. So people at home got the most realistic trailer I've ever seen. Uh, Thirsty Suitors mm-hmm. was there next. So, again, an absolutely insane trailer for yep. this game, uh, which is uh, a game about battling your exes, uh, disappointing your parents, I don't know, skating. Fucking, I don't know. It's an absolutely insane game. Um, it's coming out November yep. 2nd. We got a release date now. So it's coming to PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, Switch, and PC. Uh, very keen for this. It's a dating game. It's a parent sim. It's a roller skating game. It's a lot. That's what it it's is. It's a music game. It's a tea making game. What do you reckon about Thurs- Thirsty Suiters? It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, very keen. We've been keen for it for like, yeah, since it was twelve months. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it was, it was shown here last, last year? year or something. Yeah, or um, year. so uh, yeah, it looks fantastic. Very excited that it's finally coming out. Uh, we can be thirsty together. There you go. Heard it here first. Ah, <laughs> uh, story trial is getting a free update. New characters and scenarios. It's also coming to Netflix on September twenty sixth. And again, to reiterate, because I saw everyone in the comment section watching this live at three a.m. in the morning, going, "Netflix, what the fuck does that mean?" It means that if you have a Netflix subscription, you can download it for free on your phone. It's basically what it on your mobile means. devices. Yeah, on your mobile device. Yes, fantastic. And it, it, I'll definitely be playing it now. Like. Yeah, because to be yes, honest, yes. this is exactly the sort of game that I would prefer to play on my phone than anywhere else. Yeah. So, uh, you can check out, it was... Uh, Will reviewed it, I believe. Will reviewed it, yeah. And he said, yeah. you know, he binged through it and he wished he hadn't. He would have yeah. preferred to, like, solve a couple of puzzles every day. Time, yeah. And that sounds doing. like a good part of the morning ritual. Yeah. And you do can do that couple now, of Pokemon, when it comes to... Do a couple of those Marvel snaps. Yeah. A couple of those storytellers. Storytellers. Yeah. Doom scroll on Twitter for get your six out six hundred six hundred six hundred. No, no, three three hundred and then three hundred later. You know, like, okay, yeah, split it down. Hopefully, they bring out a, a like a, a timer. Yeah, or <laughs> like a, a check. A How many tweets have I viewed today, Elon? <laughs> you dirty. How many tweets have I got left? <laughs> you fucking muppet. Follow us on explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter um, <laughs> if, you, if you can. But also Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> wherever we may go. Uh, fuck it, don't hey, even give me. No, I can't. Don't no. even get me started. Hit us with those invites. Oh, fucking yeah, hit us with those invites. We're gonna need them. Uh, September twenty sixth is when you can play this on your uh, phone via Netflix. And then the last announcement for the show was the reveal of Anapena Interactive's first in-house developed game. So this is the first game they're doing by themselves not publishing mm. so interesting and what did they choose to do they've got blade runner so blade runner 2023 labyrinth is the game uh reveal trailer doesn't show much doesn't show you what type of game it's going to be or anything like that's very much just a mood thing um it looks like you're playing as a blade runner because they're like hunting for one it's at least that's what i got via the trailer the very short trailer um but mm. yeah what, what do you think of annapurna's first in-house developed thing being Blade Runner and what do you think of the trailer? Uh, yeah, I mean, it looks fantastic. I don't know what... <laughs> I don't know what I expected, but like, we make it our first in-house game. Um, mm. Yeah, you know, 
Blade Runner wouldn't have been the first thing that came to mind. I think. No. Uh, but yeah, it's a cool uh, pick, you know. Uh, yeah, it looks like they're showcasing the world. Obviously, uh, what was it twenty thirty three? So like, it's got to be before the Ryan Gosling film, right? It is. It's called twenty forty nine. So yes, yeah. So, <laughs> and I'm trying to think. The anime was before or after? Uh, this could be around the same time as one of the anime things, but yeah. not all of them, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping. Uh, I'm hoping this is. I would love a good. It could be new age point click, like I mean, like Telltale point click, but like that sort of thing. I, I would. I. You know, adventure game. Yeah. What do you want now? This. What do you reckon would be a good suit? Oh, it has to be some sort of adventure slash detective. Yeah. Sort of like. In a perfect world, it would be Disco Elysium in Blade Runner, I guess, maybe. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So hopefully, it's not like a crazy action game. No, you don't want a crazy action game. Yeah. But I, I, I feel like Anna, a, I don't think that's really Annapurna's vibe. So. No, it doesn't make sense for them to. Yeah. I, I, I feel like that'd be a good pick. So, um, yeah. Hopefully, we find out more. But yeah, King. Yeah. It's just uh, so weird that the, they got the license to this. I thought they'd, you know. Their first title would be like on one of the movies that they co-produced on. Yeah, you know? I know, right? It's fucking you know? weird. Like, yeah. uh, of course, they did the they co-produced Terminator Genesis, so maybe a Terminator yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, or you know, they did they co-produced Sausage Party. That would have been a good yeah. fit. Yeah, imagine like here's our first here's our first co-developed game comes up with fucking <laughs> <laughs> fucking laughing bunch sausage of party. sausages and buns. Yeah. What a what a what an end stinger for that that showcase that would have been. You know, all the other other perfect fit would uh, have been a, a Phantom Thread game. The sewing, Phantom, Phantom Thread. Oh, Phantom Thread. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can make a sewing game. Why not? Yeah. Just, you know. Anyway, yeah, that was that kind of showcase. <laughs> all right, I got one other news story for this week. Uh, big shit happening at Niantic. So. Verge writes, Niantic lays off staff and shuts down games as it focuses on Pokemon Go. Verge writes, uh, Niantic is making major organizational changes, including layoffs, game shutdowns, and a closure of its Los Angeles studio, according to an email from Niantic CEO John Henke, shared on the company's website. The changes are designed to narrow the company's focus, especially on the developing and maintaining its cash cow, Pokemon Go. <laughs> Pokemon Go is nearing its seventh birthday and it's still incredibly relevant, according to Sensor Tower data shared in June 2022. The game has earned about $1 billion in revenue per year, but shut down later attempts to recapture lightning in a bottle, including games based on Harry Potter, Catan, and four other titles as part of layups last year. Other companies haven't had much success with the genre either. Microsoft shut down Minecraft Earth, and CJ Project Red is officially shutting its AR game in the Witcher series on June 30th. Alongside the round of layoffs, which will affect around 230 employees, Niantic will be sunsetting its NBA game, NBA World, Hanky said, and will stop production of its Marvel game, Marvel World of Heroes. Despite the many shutdowns, Niantic remains, quote, long-term believers in augmented reality as the future form factor for computing, end quote. The company is also keeping an eye on mixed reality devices like MetaQuest Pro and Apple Vision Pro, which he says are, quote, an intermediate stepping stone to true outdoor AR devices, end quote. Moving forward, Niantic's top priority is to, quote, quote, keep Pokemon Go healthy and growing as a forever game, end quote. Uh, the company will still develop and support games like Pikmin Bloom, Peridot, and Monster Hunter Now, and has continued to invest in AI uh, platforms for developers. 
Um, I don't think I need to ask if you think this is crazy news because every time we talk about Niantic announcing a new AR game, it was like, why? How is this going to yeah. work? Like, who cares? Like, it's going to die in a month. Like, it just like it's one of those things. If I swear, like everyone can see the writing on the wall for a bit, and mm-hmm. it sucks to say that because obviously, two hundred thirty people losing their job is terrible. Um, but yeah, I, I don't want to say like I didn't see this coming as a inevitable. It's just unfortunate it had to affect people's jobs, of course. Um, yeah. yeah. Did you? How do you feel about them? Like, <laughs> how do you feel about them? For, what do you think it finally made them realize? Like, what do you, do you reckon it was just the money you lost or something? Like, and they're finally like, fuck, maybe like these seventeen million games we're trying to make, or oh, trying to capture the magic of Pokemon Go. Like, maybe that's not a good idea. <laughs> maybe we should focus on getting one think- better. <laughs> I feel like probably the licensing well dried up, you know? Like a lot of these studio all lot a lot of these licenses were like, no, nah, but none of these work. There's no point trying to keep trying to, you know. Uh, you know, the MLB is not coming to them and going, let's make an MLB uh you know, AR game, you know. Let's make a Digimon mm-hmm. RA game. It's like, yeah, we'll just put money, a bunch of money into it, make something a knockoff of Pokemon Go. Um. Yeah, I I think you know they struck a you know gold, and they haven't been able to kind of replicate it because nothing is on the scale of Pokemon. Really, I don't think there's a franchise that could sustain, and they clearly hasn't the been. Other, the idea. The yeah. other problem is that not only is it's not really even the franchise of Pokemon because there are like Marvel is bigger than Pokemon, right? Mm. I, I think I could say that. But the problem is that Pokemon thematically works. is... Hand, it just works. That's a, that's the thing. Like, it just... Everything it else works. just feels shoehorned into... Yeah. The idea. Yeah. Pokemon is literally... Yeah. Go around. You're walking around. You're capturing wild Pokemon. Hey, look, there's a Nidoran at my house. Like, all these things just work. Mm-hmm. Battle Gym Leader. It works. There's a Pokemon Center at this house. It works. Like, you know, all of it, do battles now. It works. Like, it's just, I don't think, like, they're trying to replicate such a one-off scenario is the problem. And I just, I just, I don't know why it took on so many people and so many games to to realize. It's kind of ridiculous. To, to It is good for these other games because it does mean that they're now at least going to be more focused which will hopefully mean better better for the, the few games that they've got rather than them consistently announcing a new... I feel like there was a stage last year where I was coming on here every like six to eight weeks going, hey, Nighting's announced a new game. <laughs> like, at, least it, at least that's how it felt to me. So Yeah. Um, what do you reckon about the ones they've kept? And do you, do you reckon it's just, they must be doing better than we, we think? So Pikmin Bloon has uh, been out for fully, I think, now for like maybe a year. Uh, Monster Hunter now, I'm not actually sure, to be honest. Uh, Peridot's, I think, still but in early Monster access. Monster Hunter hasn't out. even been released yet, I don't think. No, I don't think so. So that's in early access or whatever. Yeah. Like only in some parts of the world. Um, Peridot, so what, I po- think, the same or just out? Yeah, Peridot's pretty recent uh, yeah. from Because that's I their it, official, official... That's like, their own IAB, one, and I'm IAB, sure, yeah. like... Yeah, I suspect a lot of these would be licensed. So it's like, it's just cheaper to canceled in the contract then yeah or the contract the base minimum has been met or something like that yeah 
Uh, and then, you know, Pigman Bloom, probably they need to keep it alive. <laughs> Otherwise, they'll lose, you know, funding or whatever. Nintendo's like, they'll have to pay the money back or whatever. You will make this popular. We yeah. have Pikmin 4 coming out. Or maybe out. it's like <laughs> just in the black. Maybe, yeah. You know? Yeah, so it'll be interesting. Um, it's weird. As this happened, I um, they pushed a bunch of updates to Pokemon Go, fixing all the things that pe- made people really happy. So I was like, I'm, half, my twi- half my Twitter <laughs> po- Pokemon Go players being like, man, yay, great news. And then the other half is like, sucks I lost my job. Like, <laughs> I, I'm like... Wow, and you like half your timelines the antique employees? Yeah, it is these days when I can only read six hundred tweets. <laughs> <laughs> My timeline's six hundred tweets long, it doesn't take long. Yeah. It's gone, you know? Yeah. Alright, um, I want to oh, hang on. I've got I've got two yeah. stories I want to cover. Okay, Dylan you can put them in the show notes, you motherfucker. But. Dylan, have you ever seen a game come out that was so bad? That the developers are like, nah, we're not making the games anymore. Fuck this. I feel bad for him, but yeah, I right, tell this tell the story then quickly. So reading for Polygon, publisher Daedalus Dedalic Entertainment Daedalic. is closing the Hamburg Daedalic Entertainment is closing the Hamburg, Germany based internal studio that made the Lord of the Rings Golem and it ended development on a second project based on the Lord of the Rings intellectual property. The company has confirmed to Polygon Daedalic will instead fully focus on its publishing business. His statement of po- Polygon, Daedalic said Godlum did not live up to expectations we had for the game, but added the publisher will continue to work on another patch for the South Adventure game, which will be released in May. Daedalic said that its plans to work with former employ- employees to place them elsewhere in its network. So yeah. Could you think of any other studio that's kind of packed it in after? No, I can't. But like I mean, I honestly feel bad for them a little bit. Like, I haven't played all their because, games. Because it's so but, public. Yeah. You know? Normally, if a game's terrible, nobody talks about it. It's just, oh, it just shows up on Steam. It is bad. And, you know. Yeah. This no, one. They, end of the crew. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's like, no, we, we can't do this. We can't. Like, even in sport, you know, someone has a shit game. They just play it. They haven't had the match. It's not like someone doesn't like have a terrible match. It's like, no, nah, fuck it. I'm not. I can't play this sport ever again. I've like lowered the standard of this this kind of the the sport. You know, that's a, the the part that confuses me the most is how did they have so much riding on this, and why did they think it was going to be successful enough to keep them going? Like if if this failing was the, the it was the the end all, like really? I don't really? know if it was necessarily them because obviously they're part of the big uh, in no, Nacon group, which is a part of Embrace. Yeah, Nacon group. It so is, maybe they got the tap it. on the shoulder from someone higher up. It's like, nah, you can't you can't publish it under this. But they're name. putting out. Unless there's another developer doing it, and I don't recall that being part of the news, but they announced that um Deponia Deponia or whatever another game. another developer's working on it. It's not oh, okay. That explains eternally. It. Okay. Yeah. Also, right. do you, do you know where the name the Daedalic name comes from? No, I assume it's comes from like Daedalus, 
who was uh, from Greek mythology. He was renowned carpenter and sculptor and inventor and builder of the labyrinth. He fashioned wings with which he and his son Icarus escaped from Crete with. Unfortunately, they flew too close to the sun and then perished to their deaths. So, should have seen the writing on the wall. Should have seen it coming. I like their Pillars of the Earth game. <laughs> also, Variety has a reporter that Among Us has been tapped to be another in a long line of recent video game oh, TV fucking of course you bring the- yeah, with okay. an animated series in the works at CBS Studios. Uh, specifically, CBS I Animation Productions is partnering with the game's developer, Indusloth, with Owen Dennis, notable for having created Cartoon Network and HBO's Infinite Train, as well as surfing as a writer on regular show, tapped to be the show's creator and executive producer. It'll be animated by Titmouse, who have done Big Mouth, Star Trek, The Lower Decks, and uh, The Legends of Fox, Fox Marketer. This... This is one that doesn't make sense to me because there doesn't seem to be a discernible plot to Among Us um, unless it's like Ash, a bunch of crazy they did a shorts. Battleship movie. Okay, so you're, just, you're defending this? You're, you're keen for the Among Us TV series? You're not going to be a unnecessary hater? I love Among Us. Have you ever played Among Us? Yeah. When? I booted it up once. Doesn't really count, you know. Does it? Does it not? No, you know. I was among, I was among the game's files. Yeah. I downloaded it. I can, we can go over this a million times. It wasn't. I said I'll play the fucking game. Every time Kieran's like, "Oh, we're gonna have like seven to eight people." I'm like, I don't know seven to eight people, cunt. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Pretty sure you do. You know, you've got all these people on your Twitter timeline. <laughs> <laughs> reach yeah. out to all them that's fine yeah so when the TV show comes out you know we'll force Dylan to play Among Us be like ah oh, this isn't like the show at all yeah I'll really be able to tell the plot from the, the pudding then yeah uh, the only way it makes sense to me if it's like a series of shorts that would make sense but like a half full half hour thing with why like can't it be a full half hour they just, give, they just give the random Among Us characters they just make Characters up, right? They just add personality to them. All they're doing is like working the jobs, and then there's alien. One of them's an alien imposter. And he kills everyone. Yeah, yeah, but like that's just, that's a whole season. Like that's a whole season there done. I don't know how you could stretch that out for a whole season. I reckon you can just add. You had random. You had little random subplots, little random things that go wrong. Characters start dying off. It's a horror movie, man. You haven't watched enough. That's All the right. problem. You, you don't know how horror movies work. Among Us is a horror movie. Teletubbies is a horror movie. That's true. Also a TV series. But. Yeah. Both. It's a horror TV series. Um, I'm still playing Fall Fantasy, but I'm not going to talk about that. But I do want to talk about a game just quickly that I, I started playing last night. And um, it's a lot of fun. I've seen, I've seen a lot of people bring this game up. And they were very excited about it. It seems to be... Uh, it seems to be the Final Fantasy killer. I fucking like, hope so. <laughs> should I play Final Fantasy or should I be playing this game? So the game I'm talking about, like is, the game I'm talking about, is Dave the Diver, right? So I'd heard about this game before, but it was in early access, and I was like, I don't care about this shit. The fucking early access, get out of here. No. Um, fully released this past normal week. Normal access. So normal access, about. full price version one point Let's go, baby. You know, like let's get in there. Um, mm-hmm. I believe it's only on PC. I've, of course, been playing it on my ROG deck. 
at work today, lunch break, last night in bed, today before the podcast, while I'm sitting there in my chair. It's a lifestyle, man. It is a lifestyle. <laughs> I never played this game once on my PC. <laughs> Losers. Um, anyway, it's um, <laughs> the game is... You're a, what should rog deck people be called, like as a collective? Roggers. Okay. We'll get that. Roggers. We'll get that. You know? We'll trademark that. Get, get a t-shirt. Get that going. Yeah. Get that going. So me and my Roggers... Yeah, no one tell me that some weird sexual innuendo I've never heard of because you'll ruin you'll ruin everything for me. Fucking, you Google it, and it turns out to be something about you know stick sticking a steel pole where you, the sun doesn't shine or some weird shit like that. Come on, t- don't tell me it was some racist thing either. That'd be even worse. <laughs> Seems safe to me. Are we good? I don't know. I'd have to. Seems like, safe. All right, cool. Lock it in. Seems safe. <laughs> Seems safe. Right, Roggers, we're Wait, locking in check Roggers Urban until... Dictionary, but you go. Okay. <laughs> this is a problem with throwing out random words. You don't have someone's turned a random word into a euphemism or something. <laughs> or some slang, inappropriately. You know what the world's like these days? <laughs> what do these people do? I, I, I'm spelling it R-O-G-G-E-R. Uh, Rogger is a cigarette is which is rolled. Yeah, a R-O-G-G-E-R. Yeah. So a rogger is a cigarette which is hand-rolled. That's not too bad. Yeah. No, that's too bad. We can live with that. Is that all we got? Well, I mean, <laughs> not a great uh, description. <laughs> yeah, but we, we we can have the second we can add the second urban dictionary meaning. You know how sometimes there's a multiple meaning. I mean, look up rogger on the <laughs> dictionary. I'm what? Uh, Why? What, what are you saying that you want me to say? What's so bad you can't say it? <laughs> that doesn't. This doesn't sound good, Ash. <laughs> oh no! Fuck! <laughs> no, I don't think it. Think, don't think no, it's no, that. no! Hold on, hold on, hold on. That says that's R A. That's one G. I got two Gs. Are you sure? Because the the, the <laughs> one G would just be Roger. <laughs> that's true, actually. You're <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, hold on, hold on. Let me, this is, this is important. I know I was about to talk about something, but it's important. Get. No, I don't think this is actually bad. So. I, I, I think it's fine. I think we can lock it in. Yeah. So, no, but this, the, the, you know how they use a, like, use it in a sentence? Is it the barn one? I don't know what you're looking up. R O G G E R. Yeah. A cigarette which is hand rolled using Rizla. Yeah. Romeo Roger, pussy. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, he's the pussy in that <laughs> sentence is the other person that is asking to roll the <laughs> yeah, Roger. Just, can you roll me a Roger, mate? Nah. Roll me a Roger, yeah. pussy. <laughs> it's like, what? Why is that the example? <laughs> it threw me off, yeah. But yeah, I think we can put, put Roggers on. I think, I, I think we can sub- submit. I think if, if I click the fine word, can I add? Let's see if I can add it. When I add a description here. Rogger. The, all right. For a, how do we? How do we? How do we <laughs> I didn't know you could do this. All right. So uh, a Rogger. No, hold on. The No, how do we How do we make it sound professional? Hold on. Hold on. A Rogger. person who uses a is a person who uses the 
Asus ROG <laughs> Ally gaming device uh, as... No, hold on. We gotta make it sound like they're a big fan. Uh, a Rogger is a avid big... user. Ah, avid. There we go. That's a good word. Avid user. Or uh, a Rogger is the is an avid user of the Asus Rog Ally gaming device. Is that a simple one sentence description, right? Yeah. Now I need a, a sentence. <laughs> give me my. Give me my. <laughs> I am a hardcore Rogger. <laughs> no, <laughs> grab me my wrong ally, pussy. <laughs> Can't you tell I'm a wronger, you pussy? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Why is that the description? I can't believe. Now I'm thinking about it. Someone sat here, wrote the description, wrote that in as an example, and it's on the website. <laughs> Why? <laughs> How's it used in a sentence? Um, here we go. Hold on. Hey, um, um, I hold on. I'll put it in. I got to put it in. Um, uh, quote quotation marks. Yeah. Hmm. I love my Asus Rog Ally gaming device. I consider myself part of the Rogger fan base. Yeah? Does that work? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> kind of tame and boring. You know, but yeah, but uh, we're trying to get it on. We're trying to get this officially. Like, I don't Clearly, know, I don't... there is not a high bar. There better not be, because if this if this stays on the website, it may be the best thing we've ever done in this podcast, and it came up very <laughs> randomly. <laughs> I didn't realize you could submit new things to, <laughs> to, to this fucking website. Asus Rog. Uh, Asus, I'm gonna add tags. Asus, Rog, Ally, Gaming. You can add a GIF. Can I add a GIF of the Asus Rog Ally? Is there a GIF for that? Oh, I, I, I just scrolled down. What? Uh, Rogger is a handsome, charming, and loving person. He is someone who you can always rely on. He caring concerns for others are beyond words. We're in good company, I think. Uh, I gotta yeah, sign there's, in. There's Hold actually on. a lot of use a nothing terrible though. I gotta sign in. Don't use your real name. They say. All right, that's fine. Right. Dylan from Explosion. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Definition will be reviewed soon. All right, everyone, check in. If, when you're listening to this uh, Monday morning, uh, if you head to urbandictionary.com, Roger may or may not be the official terminology for the fan of uh, the Rog deck. <laughs> and Roger rabbiting when a goofy Joker-like friend lands a smoking hot girlfriend. I reckon, I reckon our definition is going to go higher than that. I think it's uh, when, 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 if it officially gets on the website, I'm going to tweet it out. And then, if you could all use one of your 600 views to click on said tweet and go upvote the description. Um, and hopefully, yeah. that means we could get Rogger as an official description for Asus Rog, Rog Deck fans to surpass a cigarette, which is hand rolled. That would be fantastic. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I can't remember how we got here. What was I doing? What was I talking about? Oh, Dave, Dave the Diver. The diver. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, Dave Diver. Yeah. Um, Dave Diver, right. Um, have you looked up any of this game at all? After yes. I was yeah. What do you reckon? Do you want to go? Underwater, you know? You I do want to play it. Yeah, okay, good. Yes. Um, Dave the Diver, very good so far. Very, 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 very good. I'm um I'm I'm over here playing Final Fantasy last night because I'm still trying to get through that game and I'm just like, fuck, why am I playing this shit? I should be playing Dave the Diver. <laughs> like, why do I stop? Um, but anyway, do we go there? Um Dave the Diver is a game in which there is a story, and the story is Dave's like sitting at home at the start of the game and he loves sushi. And they make that ever. It's like that. He's drooling about sushi. And he has some dude calling him up. He's like, hey, mate, I'm over here and where am I? I need you to come down here and dive and I'm going to give you some free sushi. And Dave gets on a plane. <laughs> he flies over there. Um, and the whole opening credit sequence is like him drinking a can of Pepsi. And then like the credits are playing in the background of like the old cars. And every, the can just comes up and down. He's sitting there on this plane ride. The game's got like a sense of humor, I think, for a lot of things. Mm. It's very good. I showed Ash a couple. Um, I linked him prior to recording a couple like cut scenes from the game like you have your you have like the head chef from the restaurant like do look up and learn how to do new recipes it's like the most anime as fuck like <laughs> like um every time <laughs> he does it you got a dude who can make weapons for you because how the game works is it's basically two styles uh two different areas you've got a uh rogue like diving part which is dave diving into the ocean and then the the ocean and where stuff is sort of changes every time. Um, you go down, you get fish, uh, you, uh, and the, the core of the game starts as you're diving to get fish so that you can come back and bring your fish to the sushi restaurant. But then quickly the game introduces other things like, hey, there may or may not be the hidden city of Atlantis <laughs> at the bottom of the ocean. Maybe we should be investigating that. There's also like a giant kraken. There's a lot of wild shit going on in the game. Um, there's like objectives and stuff to, to push you forward. And in the background, you've got all these other elements happening. Um, you've got like a harpoon gun. Um, so that's, you can get fish, but of course you can only carry a certain amount of fish. Um, you have a certain amount of oxygen, all these elements that sort of will, um, stop you from, you know, being able to just spend all day down there, capturing as many fish as you can. You can only carry so much, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But if you get money, you can upgrade how much you can carry. You can upgrade your oxygen. You can upgrade your suit that lets you dive further into the ocean. All these things that make you be able to do more in there. How do you get money? By working in the sushi store. So then you go over to the other side of the game and the sushi part is you, um, so you can set different, depending on what fish you get and like rarer fish, obviously cook better meals. You can set your menu. Um, as you upgrade your restaurant, you can actually have better meals, more meals on show, all these sorts of things. And then um, people start coming in. Some of them will ask for green tea to be per pour, uh, poured for them. You do like a little mi mini game where you try and pour the perfect tea so then you get a better tip from them. Um, otherwise, you're just running backwards and forwards as the chef cooks meals and you just run them to your people um, at the restaurant while they get them their meals on time so they get shitty and leave and they give you good tips. And then they give you good reviews on the the whatever they call Instagram in this game where people are like raiding a restaurant and stuff. Um, a little bit further into the game, you can hire staff. Um, I've got one person now because I'm only like a few hours into the game, uh, but you can hire staff and they'll run backwards and forwards, like taking meals to people too. Uh, you can hire people to do also kitchen work. So I guess as I get further into the game and there's more and more people coming because obviously the whole idea is 
you're trying to make this restaurant super popular so i i assume you get further into the game it's going to be quite hectic um the more you get into it to the point that you'll need to hire more people to help you carry these meals backwards and forwards you'll need to have someone else cooking other than the main head chef um etc etc all these sorts of things but yeah so far it's just like really fun like it's just and it like has the perfect sort of Every time you learn something, you re- reveal something, gives you a new ability or something like that. Um, so yeah, you you get you also so when you go into the ocean, you have your little harpoon gun thing that's like infinite amount of times you can do that to capture fish. But then you also get guns, and the guns are used for like fighting off sharks and I don't know what else there could be. <laughs> so far, like a big sharks, the the most deadly thing I've had to deal with. But I assume there's going to be weirder stuff that happens the further and further you get um, and swim down into the ocean. Um, if you go like down super far at the moment, well, not even super far, if you go down further enough, you don't have to swim all the way back up. You can like, there's little areas that are like escape pods and it drops, like a thing drops from a ship for you to just go straight back up in. Um, I don't actually know what happens if you die. I haven't died yet, but I think I did read something at the start of the game. It told me like you'd lose everything but one item or something, you know, which I guess is like a rogue-ish. Like if you have like a whole, if you're carrying like a bunch of rare fish and you you happen to get killed, you're gonna, you're gonna like, or risk it, you know, like there's that rogue-ish element to the yep. to the fishing part of the game, which is quite cool. Um, survival very, element, survival element, I guess, to it and stuff. Yeah. Um, you got uh, pixel art design to it, very, but it's very colorful, and all of the characters have such like style to them. Um, even with the the artwork and the cinematics, which I was talking about before, all the characters just have such stylization to them and everything. The music's really, really good. Really, really great music to it. I'm yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I'm only a few hours in, and I'm already like, this fucking game is the shit. <laughs> like, you know, sometimes you just play a game and you're a few hours in, you're like, oh, this this is a good VA game. Like, this is this is a video game for the soul. This is what this is. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm, I'm preemptively going to say Dave the Diver, even though it only came out a couple of days ago. And I've seen some reviews, like a few places have reviewed it and gave it like eights and nines and stuff like that. I reckon this is, this is going to turn out. I'm putting it right now. Either this is going to be a surprise hit of the year or like one of the biggest indie games as people start clicking onto this. I think more and more people start clicking onto this outside of the people who've already picked it up. And I've seen, like, I think I was looking before and I saw, like, IGN has reviewed it, given a nine, but obviously, well, like... Dave the Diver is currently sitting at number four on the highest rating games on Open Critic at the moment, so... Fucking hell, really? Four? What's its, yeah. uh, what's so its, it's sitting score? at a 91. Holy shit. Yes, behind Legend of Zelda, Resident Evil 4, and Street Fighter. So it's got the reviews, but I just, I haven't seen much, at least on my socials, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen much... No, sales are good. I think I've seen like Steam. Steam, it's like sitting in top sales currently. I think more and more people must be purchasing it based on this, like the last forty-eight hours of um, yes. reviews dropping and stuff. I yeah, reckon it's a timing thing, you know. Yeah, I reckon this is gonna. I reckon this is gonna be one of the biggest indie games of the year. I'm saying it right now, and so it's sort of hard to even talk about how good it is because the thing is, I'm only a few hours in, must and I'm be like experienced. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. To a degree, yes, because. I'm only a few hours in, and I'm only just. Also, sort of there's going to be eight critic reviews. To be fair, so there you go. But I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm still just getting my my handle on on the games a few hours in, as it's like slowly, it slowly delis out the, you know, like here's the introduce you the fishing part, then you get a gun, then you know, like it does a good job at like pacing out how to give you one thing at a time, sort of thing. Mm. But I'm just like, it's one of those things where as you're playing, like you just 
there's something special about this i feel i'm feeling it deep within me so i'm very very keen to keep playing this and um i i suspect i'll be talking about it, it later but i just wanted to give it a shout out because sometimes i play games and i'm like this could be good this might be good maybe i'll get bored of this this is this is like one of those opposite times where i'm a few hours in and i'm like if i had nothing else to do at all i would very happily just sit here and play this game like i'm fucking i'm very much enjoying it so far mm. and maybe it's maybe i'm more happy about this because i'm struggling through Final fantasy of like such a roller coaster <laughs> roller coaster that game is of me being mm. interested not interested for and not interested for longer periods than interested so far um then i'm playing this and i'm like man this game's fun what a fun video game's like <laughs> What a fun yeah. video! Imagine, imagine wanting to play, enjoy a whole video game. Crazy concept. So, you know, uh, Jack, are you gonna give it a go? Are you gonna? What do you? What do you want to do? Yeah, I'll definitely give it a go at some point. Is it on sale yet? It seems like it'll be Just a must play. Out. I mean, technically, it's ten percent off. So, oh, there you go. There you okay. go. Do I buy the bullet? I think you should. I'm Dave the diver. Dave the diver. I know. What's it? Has this developer done anything else? Even Mint Rocket. No, nah, I don't think so. Not that I can see. Can you see anything? They do no. No. Nah. Bring up Nexicon when I clicked on there. Yeah, yeah I think it's just yeah, got nothing else. Yeah. No, nah, highly recommend. It's fucking very, very good. I'm very keen to keep playing more. I feel like if you like, I don't know, if you like road games, if you like mm. cooking games, if you like good video games, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Look, I'll, I'll admit, I'll, if I come back hours from like next week and say I was terribly wrong, the game went to shit as I kept playing it. I'll admit my, I'll admit I was wrong. But um, yes, but so far, fucking, I'm having a great time. Pretty confident. Time. I'm pretty confident. I feel with this one. Pretty okay. confident. All right, um, that'll do it for this week's episode of Arcade Couch. Of course, let us know any comments, questions. Hold on, let me pause. Let me refresh the page and see if we're on the, the website yet. Roger, no, not yet. Okay, don't forget. Let's know any comments, questions, concerns, or your thoughts on the term "rogger" to describe rock deck fans by going to our Discord, explosionnetwork.com/slash/discord. You can read one of our tweets as part of your 600 at explosionnetwork.com/slash/twitter. And if you like this episode and thought it was worth a dollar, you can head on over to our Kofi page, explosionnetwork.com/slash/support to buy us a coffee over on our Kofi page. And yeah, stay tuned to uh, Twitter, Discord, or wherever the fuck you can read information from us these days uh, to vote Urban Dictionary Rogger terminology up. <laughs> I think this is very important to not yeah. only us, but humanity as a whole. Yeah, I think. I think it's very, mostly us, but... Mostly uh, us, but also I think it's a good term. I think I think if we, I think everyone, the, the rogger, the roggers will generally agree that it's a good term that they can all get behind, I think. Yeah, you know? it's got a good sound to it. It does. It rolls off the tongue, rogger, you know? I like it. I hope you like it too. Until next week, same time, same couch. Goodbye. Roggers out. <laughs>